everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. We have up next, <laughs> as promised, CD1 candidate Mark Moores. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? We're great. How are you? We're doing wonderful. We're real excited. Uh, the election is uh, just around the corner on June 1st, and early voting's already started. So I encourage everyone to get out to vote. Uh, go to the convenience centers that are open until 7 o'clock all the way through next Saturday. and uh, Or uh, Election Day is right around the corner on June 1st. So we need every conservative out there to get out there and vote. And we will win this race once we get our, our Republicans to the polls. So we're really excited because it's really this race is about uh, flipping the narrative in Washington. We're currently with the uh, special election that happened in Texas. Once we flip this seat, that means Congress only has two votes difference. Um, and to really stop the Nancy Pelosi radical agenda, uh, so we'll be able to actually be able to stop that agenda in Washington, have New Mexico conservative values represented there, and really do a good job. And quite frankly, the stark difference between myself and Melanie Stansberry really shows she's a, a radical. She would be the most radical liberal ever elected to federal office in New Mexico history. And that's saying a lot. Yes. Yeah. This election yeah. really, really matters because we can help the uh, agenda in Washington going into next year's election. We really can stop that radical agenda that's uh, being happened here with the defund the police, defund the military, uh, raise taxes, um, going for universal health care. All those positions that Melanie Stansberry supports are just wrong for New Mexico. So everyone get out to vote, get your family out to vote, and uh, let's win this thing. Yeah, that's the key there is to get out and vote. It's real easy to complain about stuff. We say this all the time. You have to be active. You have to investigate these candidates. Uh, who's going to represent New Mexico the best? Melanie Stansberry, just based off of record, when uh, in, in terms of voting to um, – for taxes to raise taxes or or not to ban the double tax on seniors here in the 2021 legislative session you voted in the spirit of of seniors whereas Melanie voted to double keep the double tax no question about that and you know and it, it goes much deeper than that she has voted in 3 years that she's been in the House of Representatives up in Santa Fe for a half a billion dollars of tax increases and this is even before COVID. This is in when we've had flush economic times. She's voted to raise the gas tax on New Mexico families. She's raised, uh, voted to raise the income tax um, on hardworking New Mexicans. Even this last year during a pandemic, she voted to raise tax on health insurance. And so she never has voted against a tax increase. And I have never voted for a tax increase. In fact, I've made the pledge that I will not vote for tax increases, and I've lived by that. Because government doesn't have a revenue problem that Melanie Stansberry believes we got to raise revenue for government. We have a spending problem. Um, she hasn't met a spending bill she doesn't like, and she hasn't met a tax increase she doesn't like. And there's a stark difference. You know, I'm a small business owner. Uh, she is. Uh, she's never really had a non. Uh, uh, private sector job in, in her adult life. And I think that really shows uh, someone who has to actually sign a front of a paycheck versus someone who just radically just wants to increase the size of government. 
and it shows in her positions. You know, I talked a lot during this campaign about the Breathe Act, and I encourage every listener to go to breatheact.org and really identify how much of a radical, radical agenda Melanie says when she said Congress must pass the Breathe Act. That's her words. This, this bill is just not only defunds the police, it's an open borders bill that decriminalizes entering the country illegally. It demolishes ICE, demolishes the DEA, uh, uh, demolishes the Border Patrol. It takes away federal grants for um, um, uh, bulletproof vests. It takes away the task force, including the, the DEA task force and the anti-terrorism task force. And it also calls for closing prisons within 10 years, all federal prisons. Additionally, in New Mexico, it calls for reduction of military spending by 10%. And we all know how important the military is to our nation. And in New Mexico, with three Air Force bases, two national laboratories, and then we have White Sands Missile Range in the northern part of Fort Bliss, which is based in El Paso, which extends up into New Mexico. Military is so critical to our nation and also critical to our economy. And I asked her during the debate, which base do you want to close? Uh, if you wanted to reduce military spending by 10%, that means one of New Mexico bases needs to be closed. And she refused to answer that question. Yeah, and that, I mean, that was clearly on, you know, when as an audience member on the other side of the TV watching, I said, well, what's the answer? Answer and the question. Answer the question. <laughs> and like often they're just these generic kind of responses, kind of never answering the question like, well, I, I'm a lifelong New Mexican. I love you. I'll represent you. And, you know, we need meaningful conversation. <laughs> meaningful. Well, you know, yeah. like you guys and my family uh, on my mother's side goes back uh, in New Mexico for hundreds and hundreds of years. So we're proud New Mexicans. And someone, you know, really, she's a carpetbagger who moved, lived her entire adult life out of state. Uh, and has, she specifically came back to New Mexico to run for office, as opposed to all of us who have spent our entire lives here trying to improve New Mexico. Right. Um, and that really shows. And, and, you know, we were really proud that we got the Albuquerque Journal endorsement this last weekend. Oh, yes. And even the journal. That's right. The journal mm -hmm. said that talking about her is that she has a, a tendency not to answer questions or slipped in, into platitudes. And uh, they pointed out we have enough of that in Washington. Yeah, we don't need more someone else, a politician like that, out there because she just won't answer questions because she knows she's wrong mm -hmm. on the questions and the issues. Wow! And you know, my first question to you was was why do you think you're the best candidate for CD one? And you answered all that without even me asking you. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Well, that's, I think that's important. We mm -hmm. have to uh, evaluate candidates. We have to take stands uh, on issues. And never uh, you're never going to agree with anyone 100 percent of the time. I don't agree with my wife 100 percent of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and none of us, you know, even you and Stella and I have that we, uh, we don't agree 100% of the time, but we know we agree on the big issues that matter most to New Mexico and our nation. And uh, that's real important. And you have to answer those questions, not just recite, memorize talking points. You have to have a dialogue and conversation. And that's what my opponent has done. She just memorizes uh, little clippets and blocks of language that's been poll tested as opposed to actually talking to the voters and telling them what what she really feels well yes because exactly. her voting record shows what she feels her voting record is just radical it's well and her speech radical. her speech every time she said well we think that we're going to do and we and we instead of saying i like you do i am doing this right I, she was we we it's like strictly a party person right totally totally mm -hmm. and then and then you have to ask why why would somebody vote in the spirit of these sorts of bills it's a it's a very heavy hand and then to turn around and I, i'm, I'm going to talk about the life issue because you know we're uh very pro-life 
but uh, you were attacked for having a baby for being pro-life <laughs> and yeah. I'm like have you not ever held a child in your hand and that is so during the debate uh, one of our debates um, she tried to say just what you just said and any one of us who's ever held our babies in the hands uh, knows that it's a, it's a moment of emotion that brings tears to my eyes to this day um, being able to hold my daughter in my hands just seconds after she was born. Um, and under Melanie Stansberry's um, position is there's no restriction on abortion all the way up to the very last moment before birth. Good grief. So that is appalling to New Mexicans that you can... You'd think it would be appalling to any female. It's, it's, it's appalling. It's appalling to my wife. It's appalling to my mother. It's appalling to my daughters and, and my granddaughters. Uh, uh, both my granddaughters are blessings. And under Melanie Stansberry, they could be aborted up to the very last moment before birth. And so one second later, they're a human being. One second before, they're a blob of cells. And that is appalling. And what also is appalling is her insistence that taxpayers pay for abortions. We have a moral obligation, uh, not a, a moral obligation, not to force taxpayers who have such a revulsion and moral objection to abortion that she insists that we all pay for those abortions. Uh, we've run bills and amendments to try to limit or to eliminate taxpayer-funded abortions, and she opposes those. So she wants abortion up to the very last second, and she wants the taxpayers to pay for it. Those are two very radical uh, positions. On demand. It's just yes. incredible. So where can we find you? How can people get involved in the last few days? What are your plans? Um, do you have any event? Uh, any events, we, anything you'd like to plug in? We got some great events, including one in the South Valley tonight, uh, which is fantastic. We're really uh, uh, really looking forward to that. You go to mooresforcongress.com. You can sign up to volunteer. You can uh, make a donation. And if you're in the South Valley, come to the Duran Open Space uh, tonight, starting at 6 o'clock. And, um, and we'd love to see you, and we're working hard. We're knocking on doors. We're making phone calls. We're doing everything we have to do to win this race, and we're going to win this race because the people of New Mexico need real representation in Congress, not just some radical, progressive, out-of-state stater who uh, is bringing their agenda from out-of-state and imposing it on us. Absolutely. And what is your top priority for New Mexico should you win CD1? Crime. Crime is out of control. We've had 50 murders this year. We have gun battles, running gun battles happening in the streets of Albuquerque. Broad daylight. Stansberry wants, in broad daylight, um, we all saw how horrific that video was of that shootout in that car um, last week. And this is becoming a daily occurrence. Melanie Stansberry wants to defund the police, take the police officers' guns and tasers away, and let the criminals completely control the street and narrative in one of the most violent cities there is in the nation. It is dangerous. It is going to make New Mexico less secure and much less prosperous. Yes, absolutely. I mean, in, uh, within the last 30 days, anybody can search for Albuquerque crime. There's been double, triple, and quad, quadruple homicides. Broad daylight. 
shootouts. Broad daylight. On shootouts the interstate, in the middle of the, middle of the day, yeah. Uh, bodies shoved in um, Tupperware and left at the airport. We have shootouts with the Aryan Nation and, and cars. we got uh, random people shot along the streets. It's just out of control. We got to get this crime issue because we keep, until we get crime un, under control, we can't have economic development. What business is going to want to stay or move to New Mexico if they open up the paper in the morning and see another mass shooting uh, that's happened? How can we have schools? How how is our younger generation uh, going to stay here when they can move out of state to other um, states in the Southwest that can have? jobs and they can have good schools for their children and safe streets we're losing our best and our brightest uh, all because of crime we're losing our streets we're losing our economic viability uh, because of this crime issue and we got to get that under control absolutely absolutely well thank you thank you um mark moore's senator mark moore's because you're you're currently a senator thank you for serving the great state of new mexico best of luck to you and your quest to take cd1 and thank you, thank you, guys. A really great talk to you as always, and God bless. God, God bless, bless you. you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. So that was Senator Mark Moore's. He uh, he running for CD one. He's the the one for the Republican Party. Well, I guess we could just redo that part. So that was Mark Moore's, Senator Mark Moore's of the great state of New Mexico, running for CD one. Uh, he's he's been on the campaign trail, working real hard. Working real hard. Uh, follow him on his website. Investigate who these people are. Find the best person, the best man or woman for the job, because uh, someone that's going to benefit New Mexico. And it's totally going to matter. It's yes. totally going to matter who's in that position, because obviously, as you know, New Mexico is dead last in a lot of categories, and it's going to take a strong leader. It's going to take somebody to go up there and put New Mexico on the agenda. And New Mexico as in New Mexican problems, not just the world's problems, but who's going to focus on New Mexico, who's going to represent New Mexico in the best possible way. What do you think of Mark? I think, I, I mean, I liked he spoke right away. Everything that he wants to do, everything that's wrong with the system, everything that uh, New Mexicans need help with, especially the seniors taxing mm -hmm. them to death and taxing us, period. Gas tax. I mean, they're taxing us to death out of the state practically. Mm -hmm. So he's going to uh, see what he can do about uh, not taxing the seniors and uh, other industries that are going down the tube in New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico needs a lot of help. No, totally. And and CD1, CD1 is, is Bernalillo County or, you know, it's, it's, I mean, that's the majority of Congressional District 1. That's what CD1 stands for at the federal level. And so we're dead last. I mean, the crime. Crime is truly out of control. Have you ever seen such violence like this? I mean, it's out of a movie. Never. I mean, Seriously. I know we had some violence, but now it's out in the open and it's so blatantly violent. Broad daylight. And no one cares. I mean, it, catch and release. Yeah, catch and release is a thing of the present and it's it's killing our state. It's killing our state. Absolutely. It is. Uh, it's a revolving door. Criminals are taking advantage of the of the revolving door, uh, victimizing the entire city. Well, they have they have no fear. They have no fear no, of no. judges, jails, courts, nothing. Uh, hall monitor passes or, yeah. or what are those things called? They're the ankle bracelets? Free, yeah, they're just free to wander around and cause all the destruction they want. Mayhem. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 
700 a.m. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla, and stay tuned.